Hey, I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of the How To Do Marketing Academy, as well as small business marketing agency, Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's my mission to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally-based small business in Australia. Why? Because I know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. I'm excited to introduce you to this week's guest, Rebecca Bodman, or Bods, as most people call her. Bods is the head of community engagement at Business Chicks, and my goodness, she does a good job of this. She's been with Business Chicks for 10 years now, and and I'll let her tell you the story of how she's evolved with the organisation and what she has achieved along the way. But the reason that I wanted to chat with Bods was, I'm going to be honest, completely and utterly selfish. You see, I'm a member of Business Chicks, and so, of course, I'm a member of their their Facebook group, and I'm also a member of their business club and, and a member of that Facebook group. And what I've noticed about these groups is that they're so vibrant, and the content and information that's shared and the conversations that are had are just all really amazing. And these Facebook groups are full of amazing business women and and they really are true communities. So my own observations of, of other Facebook groups have been that sometimes it's actually really hard to achieve what business chicks have achieved. In a lot of Facebook groups that I've been part of or or sometimes even started myself, I found that like it'll just be particularly for the ones that I've started. It's just me who seems to be driving a lot of that conversation. And then as soon as, you know, one person stops or that I stop driving that conversation, nothing kind of happens. Or alternatively, there are other groups um, that might not be moderated particularly well, and they just turn out to be like this breeding ground for people with, you know, really stupid opinions or people that just really constantly push their own agenda um, which is horrible and, and certainly not the purpose of what I believe those, those groups are there for. So how do you build a Facebook community that acts as this beautiful extension of your brand and allows you to, to connect with your tribe as well as business chicks do? Well, if you grab a cuppa and listen as Rebecca Bods, Bodsman, Bodman shares exactly how this is done, you're about to find out. Hi, Rebecca or Bods, other <laughs> one, otherwise known as Bods. Welcome to the How to Do Marketing show. Thank you, Jane. I'm so excited. This is actually a confession, my first podcast that I've been on. Is so, it? Yeah. So thank, thank you for that. Oh, such a pleasure. You've turned up with just such, you know, a cool, calm and collected attitude with your pods in. You look like you've got kind of the perfect background. Anyone would think that you're a professional at this. Well, I'm pretty professional at Zoom calls, that's for sure, like we all are. 
<laughs> there you go. Well, you are well prepared. That's awesome. Now, bods. I'm just going to call you bods from now on, if you don't mind, because that is fine. That's what I'm used to calling you these days. And I think I'll just confuse myself if I if I try to be professional and posh mm. and call you Rebecca. Um, so the majority of people listening to this podcast will know who business chicks are. But for those who maybe don't, can you just tell us a little bit about Business Chicks, the community that Business Chicks is, and what makes Business Chicks so special? Sure. Um, I'll, I, I'll start at the beginning, beginning I guess. Um, Business Chicks um, was originally founded by the not-for-profit Kids Helpline. Um, which lots of people don't know, but basically they worked out that corporate women were their major donors. So they started holding kind of breakfast events where they'd bring corporate women together and fundraise and they'd have a guest speaker um, and they did them in Sydney and Brisbane. Um, And at the time, our owner, Emma Isaacs, owned a recruitment company um, and someone said to her, oh, you've got to come come along to these Business Chicks events Um, And she went along and kind of fell in love. Even back then, there was a kind of energy in the air that was different to other kind of corporate um, women's networking events. Um, And she would go along to the Business Chicks events. She'd take her team. She'd take her clients. um, And at one of them, the marketing manager of Kids Helpline got up and said, look, this has kind of gotten too big for us. The admin is too much. And we're looking for someone to take it over. And obviously, Emma, Emma bought... Um, I guess the IP at the time, which was a quite small community of about 500 people and obviously the name, um, and that was just over 15 years ago now. Um, So Emma has kind of grown it into what it is today and essentially now, um, certainly in Australia, we're Australia's biggest community for for women both in business and who work in corporate careers, but um, especially since um, COVID happened, we really have a digital presence all around the world. Um, Emma lives in LA, so we have quite a strong presence in North America. Um, but we have members everywhere, members in Kenya, members, members in, you know, rural Victoria. Um, and essentially, we like to say we do three things. You come to Business Chicks to meet new people, to learn new things, and to discover what you're capable of. Mm, yeah. I love that. And I think that absolutely rings true. I think I've been a member of Business Chicks for many years. I'm going to hazard a guess. I should probably, I should have looked this up before, but probably about eight years, I think, I've I've been a, a member. And get to, because before COVID, a lot of your events were actually held in, in capital cities or yeah. throughout Australia. So whenever I could, I would get down to, to a Sydney event and they were always amazing. Mm. And that energy that you spoke of is palpable at every touch point. So as a member, you know, I would receive emails. I get the Latte magazine, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the, the Facebook and the, the social media channels, your Instagram channels. But when you actually get into a room, when you go to a business chicks event, whether it's a conference, whether it's someone coming to speak, whether it's a networking event, there is this energy that that's palpable. Where do you think that comes from like how do you create that yeah I think it's a bunch of things it's it's certainly um you know 
is a lot of Emma's magic. Um, anyone that's met Emma will know, you know, she's the person that never forgets your name. She might have met you four years ago and she'll see you at an event and she'll know your name and your dog's name and your grandfather's name and all of that. Um, but it's definitely the kind of people we attract. I think definitely the energy you talk about, you know, I, I you know, pre-COVID would go to lots of events and you might go to an event and you don't know anyone and people just kind of stand there and don't talk to each other but that doesn't happen at a business chicks event I don't think you ever find someone standing there alone um it's a real sense of community and I just the best kind of people are attracted to business chicks um people that are you know have kind of infectious energy who want to do good who you know want to connect with others want to make people smile the type of people that come to business chicks that I think makes it yeah, it's 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 a tribe. It's a tribe that's successfully led by by its by its leader, I guess. If if you mm. would call, if you would attribute it to to you know Emma's energy and style, and mm. and and I'm kind of just reflecting on my journey here, going, yeah, like that has been my experience. It's like it's like you kind of that you have that expectation, or once you kind of join and 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 you you start to kind of become part of this this movement. You do turn up and you go. I'm. I'm a, like. I could. I can easily start conversations with these women and know that we're kind of on the same level. You know, Absolutely. or we. Yeah, we're we're like minded. I feel um, it's not just safe, but it's. I feel mm. seen. I feel uh, like I'm with my people, and there's yes. something really powerful about that. Um, so, so you've got that thriving membership community. I mean, that, that's essentially your the business is is yep. this, this group of members and how you sh- show up for these members. You obviously do in different different ways. Now, I'm a member of your business club, which is like a sub community within the within the membership structure. And there's other opportunities to be involved in you know different initiatives and and sub communities. And there have been different you know initiatives over mm-hmm. the years. Um, but there's there's multiple Facebook groups that business chicks have as a touch point for for members, but as well as non-members. And the main group, and it's probably grown since I even wrote this, well, wrote these questions, but it was about twenty three thousand members. So you can join that if you're a member or even a non-member, right? That that Facebook. That's correct. Yes, the yeah. business chicks group. Yeah, great. Um, and then there's obviously the Facebook group for the business club, which is just for the members of the business club. Um, and then you might have some other Facebook groups as well that that I don't know. But, or you set up a Facebook group for conferences, like there's specific mm-hmm. groups. So, that, so there's lots of different groups there. Um, and, and at this point, like for the last couple of years, these social media groups are, are a great contemporary format for, for these like-minded people to kind of come together and discuss topics, ask questions, you know, outside of the opportunities that people have together, you know, to meet face-to-face to, together. But, and I'm sure you've got some stories here, they can also be quite a challenging channel to manage. So some Facebook groups, and I must say I've never seen this happen on Business Chicks, but I'm sh- sure it might have along the way, some mm. Facebook groups are really notorious for explosive discussions and 
you know, some groups will seem like almost a magnet for, you know, these these faceless keyboard warriors who just love to get on and, and listen to their own voice or have their opinions or I don't know, I don't know what drives them. Mm. And then you've got the complete other extreme where some Facebook groups, and I must say I'm going to put my hand up here, sometimes I've started a Facebook group and there's just dead silence like there's just you, crickets and and so unless I get on and and start the conversation and lead that conversation you know weekly daily whatever it is nothing do you know what I mean mm. and and then people are really only responding so it always it mm. feels a bit kind of one way um business chicks from what I've seen doesn't experience any of this so tell mm. us Bods, what's your secret how do you firstly create these and then maintain this great experience on a, on a Facebook group like Business Chicks manages to do? Mm, big question. Um, first bit. of all, yeah, when I say that, um, you know, you can join if you're a member or not a member, that is true, but we are selective with who we let in. Um, so when you request to join, there are questions that you need to fill out um, before we, so we approve everyone that kind of goes into the group, right? So number one, if you don't bother trying filling, trying to fill out the questions, we don't let you in. It's like, obviously you don't really want to be a part of this group if you haven't even answered these three pretty easy questions. Um, and then, you know, if you answer the questions and you're not saying anything horrible in there, um, we're going to let you in. Um, number two, we um, approve all posts that are posted in the group. So it's not a big free-for-all. Um, and one of the perks of being a member of Business Chicks is that you get to post. So non-members don't get to post in that group. So they can obviously answer and um, engage in conversation in comments, but they can't ask a question or put a post up. So one of the big you know, benefits of being a member is you can post in that group and um, access that group. Wow. Um, so we've kind of, I think over the years, there have been lots of iterations of how we've managed that group. It is a big job. Um, we have at times let people post and not approved it. Um, we've, I think we've always approved who goes in there. We haven't just let people join, um, you know, randomly yeah um but we certainly we're not the ones guiding the conversation so we don't often post in that group ourselves um and if we do um you know it's not often business chicks posting it might be rebecca bodman posting as rebecca bodman or um you know jade madly posting as jade who's one of our community team um so we're, we're not um guiding the conversation like that but we're definitely approving what posts go in and when they when they go up yeah. Um, so, um, we are definitely keeping an eye on conversation. So if things were to get out of hand or people were being nasty, which to be honest, like you said, rarely, rarely happens, um, we would stop that immediately. Um, you know, we, we won't let that happen in our group. Um, and we do things like, say you put in a post and you were asking for, you know, Hey everyone, um, I'm looking for a bookkeeper in Sydney we would often be the first ones in there to comment and make sure we comment with our members who are bookkeepers. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of management in that um, because we do want, you know, as you said, it's a group for members and non-members, but we want the benefit to be there for, for members. So there's quite a bit of curation when it 
happens like that. But as you said, you know, people like you who've been members for years and we have so many that have been members 10 years plus, um, they do our work for us in a way. Like they're often the first ones in there to post and they know the other members that are bookkeepers, so they'll suggest them. Um, so I think our brand and our community is strong enough that they do a lot of the heavy lifting for us when it comes when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice? Do would you did you did you set the first the group up in the first place? Was, was I did? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> was it always like that? Like, did you have to do anything to get the conversation started in the first place? Um, I think we probably did at the beginning. Um, but it, it's it's I think we're in a unique position. Whereas, um, you know, we have this community, right? And then we've created a Facebook group rather than building a community through a Facebook group. Yes. Um. So. You know, we on our website, we're about to relaunch our website, which is really exciting, but we often go back and forward with the conversation or of, you know, if you create just dis- discussion groups on your website, which we have done before, often people don't, um, you know, like you said, there's crickets, there's not much there. People want to engage and talk where they already are and people are already on Facebook, right? So what we've done, we we already have this big community, so we've just created a space for them to to gather and engage um it's I think it's very different to a brand that doesn't have a community and is trying to build one on Facebook yeah Yeah. Yeah. um bods honestly that is an aha moment I think that definition that differentiation between trying to build the platform versus taking your community to the platform to continue is yeah exactly the difference between between perhaps getting cricket or perhaps just enabling conversation exactly that just wants to chat and let's face it we all we all love to chat technical question Mm. how do you actually tell there's twenty three thousand people i can Mm. imagine that there's a fair few posts that are coming through for approval each day or whatever how do you tell who's a member or who's not the the person approving checks with our database oh so it's like every time yeah yeah Wow. Um, Which is a big job, but it's worth it because, yeah, Yeah. we want to give that opportunity to members. Yeah, yeah. We we will occasionally let non-members post if it's a really good, um, you know, if we think that their post will benefit our members in some way, we'll we'll let it happen. Um, But, yeah, the majority of people that post are members. And so then given that that's like one of the many things that I imagine that you do with the group each day. Yep. Talk me through time commitments. Would is this something you kind of monitor Monday to Friday? Is it a seven day a week? Like how how much time would you be spending on managing this group? Yeah, it's definitely seven days a week. You know, I think things have changed a little bit now with I think everyone working from home. But you know, mo- often when people are using social media is not the nine to five work hour, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. So and it's definitely a team effort. Like I I um look after our community team um and it's my team who looks after facebook so we definitely share it it is something that um you can get really tired of quite easily it's a lot of energy to give yeah um especially if you're engaging in posts and things like that um so we definitely share it around it's not kind of one person's sole job yeah. um but yeah definitely several hours a day we give to the you know between facebook linkedin instagram yeah, yeah. And this seems like a, a bit like obsessing on the point, but in terms of just I'm thinking about for small business owners who go, okay, yeah. how would that, how do I functionally manage that? So if you go, okay, well, because as you said, like it's not like you can, well, I don't, I don't know, do you go, okay, 
this person has from 6am till 12, you know, noon on a Monday um, because it's not like you can go well, 9 to 5 and, and, you know, potentially people could be posting up until midnight, mm. as you say. So do you shift it? Do you roster it? Do you just go like anyone who gets on there and sees it? Yeah. Like, on? How does that work? Basically, there's not a set shift. Um, we definitely, so people can, you know, post in the group, but when the, it only gets shown in the group when we approve it. So say you post it at 12 o'clock, if we don't see it till 3 o'clock, It'll be in the group at three o'clock. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't need, you know, 24-hour monitoring in that way. Um, but it's definitely, you know, Jade, who's in my team, probably keep, she keeps the most eye on it. But, you know, all of us are on f- social media. Once you become an admin of a group, you'll get notifications from that group in your personal feed. So whenever I'm on Facebook or Instagram personally, I'm getting all the notifications from business chicks. So yeah. there's always one of us who's on top of it. Who's just doing it. Yeah. 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 yeah that makes sense. Um, okay. Now in terms of content planning, you mentioned before that it's not necessarily something that you guys use as a push channel. So you're you're not kind of including this in one of your, your um, communication channels to, to push messages out. But do you ever kind of think about it as a channel to, to get some of your messages out or is it purely just kind of positioned within the businesses? This is where we just get a chance to, to chat with our members but answer their questions and, yeah, just monitor their conversations as opposed to kind of push some of our messages out. Yeah, um, we definitely do from time to time. Um, we often use it to... Um, what's the word, like um, say we're looking for um, an example, we were working with eBay recently um, and we needed a member who used eBay as a sales tool. So we would put a question in there, hey, guys, if you're someone who, you know, uses eBay to sell, you know, your products, contact us. So we use it as a way to kind of, I guess, get in touch with our community. Um, we'll use it to kind of, um, in our weekly newsletter, we have a kind of member wins section yeah. um, where we where we kind of shout out members that have, you know, had amazing wins in the past week. So we might put a thing in there like share your wins with us or we just kind of keep a lookout on what people are sharing and if there's wins in there, we'll use that right. in the newsletter. Um, we definitely, you know, um, if there's kind of big things that we're pushing, like Emma's new book, or we might be doing a survey that's community wide, we would put that in there. But we're not put, putting every single event yeah. that we, you know, have live or every we we don't put articles that we publish. Like, yeah, it's very much a discussion yeah. engagement. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 that that makes complete sense so it's kind of like it's a community of twenty three thousand people that you're super aware of in that you know if we need if we need some questions answered if we need to drop you know grab some members that that could fill this survey out or or perhaps fill this need we know yeah. we've got that group to kind of to to, to leverage and mm. so much to the groups and and you mentioned before which i think is brilliant and really smart and strategic that that you guys, if if you see a member that posts, or if you see that somebody is asking for a recommendation for a business, that you guys will get on and provide a recommendation for somebody within your network. And that happened to me recently. Uh, recently, at the beginning of the year, um, somebody hopped on and said, "Does somebody know a small business marketing um, agency?" 
And not only did, you know, four or five members from business club jump on, but I think it was you that jumped on as well and maybe even Luce as as well jumped on as well. And that just made me feel so seen Mm -hmm. and so special. I was like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. Like that's so lovely of the Business Chicks team to actually get on because essentially that was a massive endorsement. Do you know what I mean? Because People know who you are and, and they've bought into business chicks. For business chicks to turn around and endorse my business, like that's hugely valuable. Mm, absolutely. Um, yeah, people trust our recommendations, right? So that's why we want to be the first ones in there commenting before because, as I said, non-members can comment too. So if someone's asking for a bookkeeper or a marketer, Anyone can comment, but we want to make sure we get in there first and be like, well, these are our members who do that. So we'll go to them first. Yeah. Um, and we also actually use the group. So we often get um, emails from members who might email us asking for recommendations. Okay. Um, the other day I had someone email me and say, hey, um, do you know someone, can you um, connect me with a member who does business insurance and no one came to mind off the top of my head but you can the search functionality within Facebook groups is really good mm. so if you go go into we often go into the group and like search marketer or whatever and find a post where someone has asked for a marketer and then we can see all the comments um, and who's been recommended and then we can check if they're members Great. and so it, it really helps us get to know our community a bunch as well. Yeah, that's amazing. Fantastic. Mm. Hey, if you are loving what you hear in this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show and you want to know how you can get some of this marketing happening in your own business, come and join me in my How To Do Marketing Academy Mastermind. You'll work directly with me and a bunch of other like-minded, motivated small business owners for 12 months. And in that time, I'll show you how to plan, implement and measure the marketing that is right for your business. The results that you can expect are that way more of the right type of people are going to come and get to know your business and your brand. You'll increase your leads, you'll increase your revenue, and best of all, you'll finish the 12 months with a complete and thorough understanding of exactly how to do marketing. Head on over to howtodomarketing.com.au to find out more. Now, let's get stuck back into this episode. Now, you've now been with Business Ticks for 10 years. Congratulations, a decade. Yes, well done. Yes, well (laughs) done. I think I remember first seeing you, it must have been when you popped up as the editor, and I'm sure you were there well before then as the editor of, of Latte Magazine, and I loved hearing about your your story and and how you've mm-hmm. progressed with the organization so can you just kind of talk us through your journey with business ticks and and now your your role is this head of community engagement for, for business ticks so how, how's your role evolved over the 10 years how did you land up where you are now yeah um I was, I did a business degree and I was in my third year um, and one of our subjects was entrepreneurship um, and we had to write a paper on a, an, a, on an Australian entrepreneur. And me being me, it's in my DNA. I wanted to do a woman, of course. Um, so I found out about Emma basically and I wrote my paper about Emma. Um, and when I was doing the research about it, I saw that you could volunteer to um, crew at Business Chicks events. And I thought, 
you know, that's pretty cool. Um, and I went on the website and saw that the next event they had was with Richard Branson. So I um, signed up to volunteer for that event, which is 11 years ago now. Um, and I, it was at the Sydney Convention Centre, big event. It was the biggest event they'd ever held. And I remember turning up there on, it was a Sunday and there was people everywhere. Um, and at the time, I think there were four people who worked in the business, three of them who are still with us. So Emma, Liv, who's now a CEO, and Amber, who's our general manager. Um, and I just remember, so when I did my degree, business degree, I thought I wanted to be um, the GM of a hotel. I was working in kind of luxury hotels and I thought that was my calling. I thought that's what I wanted to do. Um, and I just remember when I landed at this event and met Emma and Ams and Liv, I was, there was just the energy. It was, it was like, hang on, th- these are my people and this is what I want to do. And I volunteered at the event of the best time you know, got sucked into that business chicks energy. I think there was maybe 1,100 people at the event. You know, Richard Branson was there, amazing. Um, And the next week I just emailed Amber and said, look, um, I'd love to do an internship with business chicks if you guys ever take interns. Um, And luckily they let me do an internship. And while I was um, doing the internship, they then offered me a role as just kind of an admin assistant. You know, at the time, it was everyone did everything, basically. There was kind of four of us who worked for the business. Um, So I started as a kind of admin assistant and worked across, you know, mainly we did events back then, Um, big events and all sorts of things. But I think very quickly, Emma kind of worked out that I could write and had a you know, um, good tone and good voice. Um, and that's kind of how I've landed where I am. So I've kind of held lots of different roles, but definitely in the marketing and comms team. Um, and we now call that team community because essentially that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and with Latte, so Latte is the magazine um, that we produce for Business Chicks members. So the incredible Valerie Koo, who heads up the Australian Writers' Centre, was the editor of Latte for ages. Um, and I would I worked under her. So um, I'd always loved magazines. Like I'm mag girl, like from when I was as little as I can remember. You know, if you, if you thought dream job magazines was like my dream job. So it was quite surreal to be able to work on Latte. Um, and when... Val basically said to us, look, I, I can't be editor anymore. I um she has had too much kind of going on for her. Um and she said that. And then I just sent an email to Emma and I was like, I know this is crazy, but would you ever consider putting me on as editor? Because I'd basically been, you know, from business chicks internally, I was the person that produced Latte and Val edited it, right? And Emma, as she does, because um, she definitely, you know, her book's called Winging It, right? Um, she went, yep, go for it. Um, it. So, yeah, I became editor of Latte. I think it's been maybe seven years now. Yeah. And it's definitely my little, like, I love it. It's my oh. baby, my yeah. passion project. I work on it all night long and I'll never get sick of it. <laughs> oh, I love it. And I'm with you, Bods. I love a magazine as well. I just love it. And Latte, for me, like that's worth the membership in itself. Oh, <laughs> I love hearing that. Oh, it really is. I love it. I read it cover to cover and I was so excited to hear that it had got itself back into circulation. I received my copy last week and I've already Yay. been down and reading all um, 
all the the fabulous articles. So you you know, well done for for the work Thank that you, you do there. It's it's amazing and appreciated. Um, yeah, and I love the fact that you call your marketing and and brand and and comms team that community, you know, head of community engagement because that's a mindset shift of, from let's push our message out there, you know, let's promote ourselves. It's 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 taking it from that kind of business p- perspective and taking mm-hmm. it into the community perspective. This is a two-way conversation. This is a this is a group, it's a collaboration. It's not just us pushing out the messages that we want to push out. Yeah, absolutely. That's our favorite saying is two-way conversation. That's what we want to be having with our members. So, uh, yeah, everything we um everything we push out has a member slant on it and a community slant. Um Love Love so it. yeah, and it and it does shift that from, you know, marketing and comms to community it instantly makes you think you know about the community and why you're saying this yeah. um, you know yeah mm. yeah yeah I love it fantastic so how would you say so so that two-way conversation and I love I love that that's like that buzzword for for your for your team and for your business I imagine as well Mm. How do you see that that community and particularly the role of those those Facebook groups, how do you think that actually plugs into the, 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 the larger umbrella topic that is brand? Like how do you think community contributes to the business chick's brand? Mm. Um, well, just from a, you know, one of the points is that Facebook group is often an entry point for people for the brand. So someone, you know, someone might have started a business and their friend goes, oh, you need to join the Business Chicks Facebook group. And they may have never heard of Business Chicks, um, you know, as a community before, but they join that group and that's kind of the entry point. Um, And then they're like, what is this? And they might say, oh, you can become a member. And that's, you know, they go on, go on from there. So it's definitely, you know, um, part of our funnel in terms of getting people to become members um as a brand I think it um it contributes I think if you get in that group it's quite you you will learn quite quickly what we stand for as a brand um as you said there's it is not this you know divisive discussion um it it's very like people are so generous with what they give I'm not sure if you saw late last week the post we put um we basically um had a meetup and we could kind of feel that the energy was really low um so we put a post in the facebook group a really simple tile like it wasn't branded by us it was it just said i've got you and we asked people um you know we're reading the kind of room of communities at the moment especially small business owners who are feeling it right and we just put in there you know um if anyone needs help, please put it in this post and we'll find you someone who can give you that help. And on the flip side of that, if you can offer anyone anything, put that here because someone might need what you can offer right now. Yeah. And you should see the comments on that post. Um, we also put in there, like, if, if, if you have a, a need that's too private to share in these comments, please email us. Um, and the stuff that we had one woman reach out who um, needs to flee a violent relationship. Sure. Um and we've found her through another member free accommodation for six months. Oh my God. Boy, that's, that's the power of that Facebook group and our membership community. And then there's other people, you know, might be 
someone who's a money mindset coach and they're offering free a free you know half an hour chat to anyone that's struggling um there's other people one woman said my my dad is in a nursing home I haven't been able to visit him he's all alone and um would anyone be up for writing him a letter or a card that man now is going to receive hundreds of beautiful cards Oh, my um, gosh. That's so incredible. It, it really is. And I think, yeah, from a brand point of view, you jump in that group and you can figure out pretty quickly what our brand and our community stand for and uh, yeah, what we're out to do in the world. Yeah. Um, and that's make, make women feel more connected. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Gosh, your team must just feel so warm and fuzzy and, and so thrilled about the work that you do after a yeah. week like that that's incredible and and kudos for you guys for showing up like that and and enabling that conversation because sometimes it just takes someone to give permission to it's okay to ask a question it's okay to reach out you know exactly. and just by doing that they 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 have that permission to be able to ask the question that is incredible and such mm. an incredible not not just a, a, an incredible representation of your brand but an incredible representation of what these communities on Facebook can do when managed exactly. well. You know, exactly. people, people always talk about what social media communities can do when they're not managed well and the negative effects of some of that bullying and that trolling and all the rest, and that can absolutely happen. But, geez, when you get it, you know, working like that, it changed the bloody world. Exactly. Um, now, I'm a, I'm a keen measurer. Love, love me a metric. <laughs> so I'm really, I mean, my goodness, when, when you look at the results that, that you've just spoken about in terms of the examples you've just given, I mean, that's, that's a metric that, that no one's going to argue with. That's, that's incredible. Mm. But are there metrics, like are there monthly indications? Like how do you kind of plug this into the, the overall, you know, um, is this working? Is this somewhere that we should spend our time? Yeah. What value does it add to the business? Are there specific numbers or, or, or is it just sentiment? How do you measure it? Yeah, um, it's a good one. We uh, we go back and forth with um, the growth of that group, right? So we get 100 requests a day for people to join that group, um, but we've been quite um, conscious of keeping it I think once you groups get too big, they often lose what you were there to do in, in the first place, right? Um, but we do use it as a lead generator. So one of the questions when you sign up for the group is the um, op option to add your email address to be added to our database. So wow. that's one of the metrics in terms of it's a, it's a one of the ways we grow our database. Yeah. Um, so that's probably the biggest thing. And then, yeah, it's one of the perks that we we advertise for membership and members use a lot, the ability to post in that group, um, you know, over other people. Um, so that's one of the pe – people place a lot of value in that. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's that's really key, really key metrics. And, and, and as you said – Smart acquisition, really smart acquisition at, at, at mm. that top of the funnel or, or that yeah. engagement piece of the funnel. Yeah. Okay. So, so three biggest tips out of all Ooh. that amazing gold that you have just shared with us. If you had three tips to give someone who is considering incorporating that group or that community into their, their brand, their marketing, community management, their business, 
Yeah. What would they be? Um, I don't know if this is a tip, but I think it's a very important question to ask yourself before you do it. It's like, why do you want this, right? How many Facebook groups are we all in? Um, you know, as I said before, you've got to be where people already are. I think that's a key thing. Um, but just because people are already on Facebook doesn't mean they want another group to join. Um, so why do you want to start a group in the first place um, is a big question to ask yourself. Um, secondly, I think it's really timely at the moment is you need to read the room, right? So if you are a community for small business owners, they're feeling it right now. So you don't want to be going out hard, pushing some product that, you know, is only relevant to, you know, 2% of them when the rest of them have their doors shut. Um, I really think you need to read the room on social media. Um, and I think people get in trouble, especially people who batch content or schedule a lot and they leave those scheduled posts and let them go. And then, you know, a lockdown might happen or, um, you know, there's so many things that go on, the, go on in the world. You really have to read the room of who's in that group um, and adjust your content accordingly. Yeah. Um, and I think thirdly, you have to give much more than you take. Um, you know, like I said, we occasionally push our own stuff in there, um, but we don't often. Um, so if, if you're the person trying to build community and you're the person running that group, um, and I'm sure it is for a sales reason or a community building reason, um, but what are you giving those people in that group? Yeah. Um, and you need to give like, if you've got a ratio, you need to give 80% and take or push 20%, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. I think they're the biggest things. Stellar tips. I love <laughs> and And I do love the 80%, 20% ratio mm. as well. I think that applies to, to so many touch points, particularly particularly this, this group environment where it's not about pushing that, that message at all. So those three tips were were why, think about your why, your purpose behind the, the group. Um, the second one was to read the room, like don't be seen to be insensitive, don't make this about you, you know, make mm. that about, about other people. And then thirdly, to just be super aware that this is the opportunity to, to give rather yep. than receive they they are the best tips i i love it and do you know what <laughs> i reckon there's going to be so many listeners that if they're not part of the business chicks group right now they're going yes. to want to be and i'm <laughs> also going to be want, want to be a member as well why would you not so mm. bods how do they find business chicks Easy, just go to businesschicks.com. You'll find that all there. The Facebook group, if you just type in business chicks um, and then find the group because we obviously have a page and a group. Um, so find the group and request and make sure you answer that the questions. That's my tip because if you don't even bother, we won't let you in. Um, but, yes, become a member. We would love to, um, to have you. There's so much goodness. Yeah, and I tell you another digital point that I love of Business Chicks as well, um, it's my little daily dose of, of motivation, is your Instagram page as, yes. as well. Yeah, yeah. Instagram is fun. Is it at, yep. at Business Just, Chicks or simply yep. at Business Chicks? Yeah. 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 Instagram's yeah. Like Instagram? a whole. Yeah, I, that's definitely personally where I spend most of my time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Instagram, yeah, that's another conversation, isn't it? it but is. there's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I think that's another important point to make. It's like all the all your social media channels 
you know, that they need a really different strategy because people use them in really different ways. Yeah. Don't don't, don't copy paste. (laughs) Don't copy paste. And and (laughs) the other thing I would say about your Instagram on the subject of groups and communities, it is a community as well. It's definitely not a, a push point for you. Like you would push some of your messages out. Probably more messages would go out via via your Instagram than they would the group, but it never feels like that. It just feels no. like a friend. There's lots, there's lots of memes amongst the messages. Funny, <laughs> funny memes, inspirational memes. I love yeah. it. Bods, that has been amazing. I've learned so much. There's been some really big aha moments for me. I'm sure there has for lots of our listeners. So I really appreciate you um, sharing that that information with us. And, um, yes, I hope everybody comes and joins up with the the business chicks. Oh, um, now if there's a male, quick question, if there's a male that wants to join the group, are are males welcome in the business chicks? Absolutely. Great. We have have lots of... um, Men, especially men that, um, you know, own a business that targets women or has a business that um, has a lot of female staff. Um, They should be signing up their staff um, as Business Chicks members. Yes. Um, Absolutely. We have lots of um, male members who have been members for 10 years plus. Oh, there you go. So there's no excuses. Listeners, get on there and join the group. (laughs) Thanks, Bods. Love it. Thank you. Had so much fun. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the How To Do Marketing Show. And remember, if you want to know how you can get some of this marketing happening in your own business, come and join me in my How To Do Marketing Academy Mastermind. It has been developed just for small business owners like you. Head to howtodomarketing.com.au. And until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 